Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Paige Weldon. I'm Emily Fay. Let's talk about the mall. Emily, did you go to the mall this week? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hard no. All right. Um, I, uh, I did. Okay, I did. Um, a thoughtful moment for Emily. <laughs> a couple weeks ago um, about uh, ordering a hamper. You did. For pickup <laughs> container store. And they were like, it'll be ready on the 21st. Um, and um, being very vulnerable here, I'm having a possible pest problem in my new apartment. Um, I'm a very clean person. Not my <laughs> fault. I just moved in a month ago. And so I didn't want to bring a hamper into this space. <laughs> so <laughs> my mom went and did curbside pickup for me. Oh, God bless her. Wow. <laughs> At the Westfield Century City. <laughs> She's hanging on to the hamper just while so, we wait this out. Okay. <laughs> she went to the mall. Okay. On my behalf. Good to hear. But I, I have not been. Okay. Um, uh Paige, did you go to the mall this week i've i have not been to the mall but i've been to the glendale fashion center which i know that we have distinctly said not a mall not a mall not a mall uh with some yeah it's like i guess that's the meaning is like if it's all perimeter stores it's not a mall but perimeter stores can be mall stores if they're attached to a mall but perimeter stores do not a mall make i think if it's primarily a parking lot then it's not a mall (laughs) but i i enjoy that center it has a lot of things that i enjoy i went specifically to go to michael's into world market um i went on crafts and you love the the world world. (laughs) i bought some drinking glasses at world market they're working out fantastic they hold water so good i also bought some mixing bowls and those are fine. I'm, I'm, are I don't you know cooking? how to get. Ex- are you baking? No. Um, I mean, I <laughs> use mixing bowls for a number of purposes. Wow. <laughs> you know, I might, okay. for example, I might toss some Brussels sprouts with olive oil mm. in a mixing bowl. You know, that might be something I do. And it is. Okay. Okay. Julie and Julia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Julia. Thank you. I <laughs> <laughs> did not like the Julie half of that movie. Loved the Julia half. Bad haircut they put on Amy Adams. <laughs> they, they did her, they did her real wrong in that movie. I have to agree. I have to agree. Um, and then and at Michael's, I got a couple frames. Michael's just um, fully ready for Fourth of July at this point. Just kidding. No <laughs> Easter, Easter. Uh, but still, they're always so ahead over there. So if you need some Easter goods, check it out. Also, I feel like we talk a lot about how Marshalls and like TJ Maxx and stuff have crazy shit at the checkout. Mm-hmm. But so does Michael's, dude. I feel like the- I'm so <laughs> sure. I feel some of, see some of the weirdest shit. I mean, it's all Easter stuff right now. I saw edible Easter basket grass. Uh, which- I think Michael's is crazier because I feel like they're more out of touch with what <laughs> normal shoppers actually want. You know? Interesting. More so than they're Marshall's. They're casting like a wider net. Like a lot of the Marshall's checkout stuff is like shitty jewelry and like a million different off-brand like aux cords and stuff <laughs> but there michaels is just like what does the craziest ant in in wisconsin want i mean i think it's mostly for the most part i would say it's wooden frames that you can paint for <laughs> for yourself so <laughs> um, those are always gonna look like uglier than a plain white frame 
there's just no way around i mean they're a party good like they're like a they're i feel like you you buy a bunch and then give them to kids at a party for gift bags yeah yeah and then kids paint them and then you know they end up in a a keepsake box 20 years later and Mm -hmm. then you open it up and you go oh i was so untalented then you know (laughs) um so I, that's about it I did in terms of uh, mall adjacent stuff. There's also a bit of mall uh, mall related news. It is mall news because, as we've said, unlike Glendale Fashion Center, downtown mm-hmm. Disney is a mall. We <laughs> may have a Sephora, for God's sake. That's a know. mall. That's it's a mall. A damned mall. And we had talked about this briefly on the Patreon that there were plans to turn the Rainforest Cafe at downtown Disney into um, a Star Wars trading post store. We were firmly against. Um, firmly. <laughs> no mistake about it. We're anti this plan. We're anti. And we got a, a message on Twitter. Uh, this is photos of what they've done. And primarily my issue is what they did with Tracy Tree, um, which is they removed her face. And then in the <laughs> hole where her face was, they put, um, is that a, a porg? Uh <laughs> Is that what it's that is? Porg. Yeah, it's a pork. It's one of the it's one of the two <laughs> creatures I know because I like porgs. So, when I saw a picture of a porg, I said, mm, "Can't deny that he's that's cute. a porg, and he's cute." But I just wish he wasn't in the hole where a face was. No, it's you know? really upsetting. <laughs> but it's also, I mean, I mean, you can't totally deny that without the face, this opening does look vaginal. Oh, for for sure, like one hundred percent, and. <laughs> So with maybe, the porg in there you're just like get him get him out so maybe all this time tracy was waiting to be birthed from the tree <laughs> and finally she's out in the world. and now she's just some absolute horror just walking around <laughs> i wish she would come on the pod if she's, she's free. like she's like slimy she's just kind of like dragging herself <laughs> doesn't have a body (laughs) awful i I saw it it's terrible i saw her at starbucks (laughs) everyone was upset she had a lot of custom requests for her beverage um i think we should maybe bring in our guests to comment on the rest of this what do you think the perfect guest to comment on the rest of this okay emily please introduce our guest we have from podcast the ride it's jason sheridan hi Hi, jason Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. And how do you feel about this? I, I, Tracy Trees, like um, after hours activities or the design of the place in general? <laughs> I mean, the, the transformation, the, the bastardization, some might say, of the Rainforest Cafe gift shop into this um, Star Wars gift shop. It, I have to say, it looks better than I thought it would be. Uh, I have yeah, okay. I have not been to it. Um, it it seems like I I've seen a lot of pictures. I was surprised by how it worked. I heard when it opened, uh, like so many things, like partially opening back up. There were multi-hour lines, be they digital queues or real wow. practical lines. Wow. Um, and so. I don't know. It's so bizarre that the that Rainforest Cafe closed, period. Because right, yeah, it was the it, best one. Well, and it, it, I believe that was one of the businesses that closed because they were going to build like a very fancy hotel on that property, and then they got in a, 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 a feud with the city of Anaheim. So, uh, like ESPN Zone 
and Rainforest Cafe and Earl of Sandwich and Starbucks closed because they were going to that was going to be a big construction site. And then when that plan fell through, Starbucks and uh, <laughs> Earl of Sandwich opened back up. The others <laughs> did not. Ooh, oh, interesting. I mean, Sad. I that that first of all, love love the concept of a feud with the whole city of Anaheim. Um, <laughs> it's very strange. There, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, we did an episode a couple of years ago at this point about the Anaheim City Council elections, and it's the sort of thing where uh, there's some locations where the local government representatives do not reveal their political party when they're running. But if you do 30 seconds of research, you can go, okay, this one's a Republican. <laughs> this one is obviously a Republican. Because if they run for other offices, they do declare what they run for. And, wow. And then you could further dig down and go like, all right, this one is friendly with Disney. This one is um, confrontational with Disney. And that often leads to like big developments of like, okay, that parking garage is getting built. Or like, okay, wow. this plan is being shelved because they didn't have the votes or the tax Wow. This is one of the most powerful city councils in America. It's got to be. It essentially is. They're in charge of is. the magic of Disneyland. <laughs> yes, <crazy>. they are. <laughs> and uh, right now they're in charge of like a uh, just a big mess because their whole city is the economy depends on tourism. Yep. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm glad that they're using the space for something, but I really would have loved if, if like we could have held out and reopened the Rainforest Cafe mm-hmm. post-vaccine. I just, to me, maybe that, better than ever. It could have been better than ever. I just maybe think, bring the live fish back, you know? <laughs> yeah, put the, yes. put the fish in there. <laughs> we went to Ontario Mills Rainforest Cafe and all of the aquariums, they can't afford the fish anymore. Oh, <laughs> so they no. were just empty, so empty. Just a bunch of empty aquariums. <laughs> It looks like it kind of looked the tubes kind of looked like in like um like a sci-fi movie if like all the people who were being grown in those tubes had escaped or something like they're just empty like <laughs> columns of liquid. Yes. So pretty tragic. And I mean <laughs> just dead-eyed people, dead-eyed pruny people in the gift shop trying to sell you <laughs> Tillman Fertitta's self-help book. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing about this too is it's not the whole restaurant, it's just the gift shop. Yeah. So the whole restaurant is itself is just continuing to be empty i guess yeah i bet it's just like a big printed like tarp yeah sort of like separating it oh like like when somebody like when you go over to someone's apartment it turns out they have a roommate who lives in the living room there's like a tarp um and they, they still have all the butterflies and the gorillas are living back there so we had to put a, a tarp for their privacy um it does look better than i thought but i still am sad it's it's making me sad yeah um yeah other than that though jason do you by chance remember the last time you were at a mall um okay well i guess you guys kind of answered my question was do you consider like a downtown disney a mall so you would you consider city walk a mall yeah we definitely yes. consider there's a, city walk a mall. Yeah. there's a hot topic yeah yes uh so uh i think in that case like the last time I was in an indoor mall I think it would have been like January and February. Uh, my co-host, uh, Mike Carlson, and I were killing time at the Burbank Town Center before something, and like walking Classic. around the H and M, where yes. like he is a very he is a tall, lean gentleman, and I'm a short, barrel-chested gentleman. So like <laughs> he he has a lot of luck at H and M, and I have no luck at H and M. But back in the fall, when City Walk had reopened for a few months, and like there, 
there. I think there were some crowds at the beginning, but like we went, me and Mike and uh, Scott Gardner, our third host, um, went up and walked around uh, City Walk. Uh, okay. When it was reopened and do, doing outdoor dining, there was a very weird couple months where it was reopened and you could only get food to go, but the stores were open and now they're back to outdoor dining. We mm. have talked about how weird it's like the the concept is of just going to a place like City Walk or like downtown Disney to like pick up takeout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a process that you want to be as quick and easy as possible. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. It's just didn't didn't work, it seemed like. Well, yeah. and I was so I mean, I think everyone was driven insane by the election, but we really I think all of us considered like we should go vote at City Walk because the Jurassic Parking Garage was a, a voting center oh, for a week really? or two. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it is interesting. Like during the pandemic, we've also been talking about how like mall spaces are being used like for, you know, at one time for testing and now they're being used for vaccination sites. And mm-hmm. like vo- it's like they've become these like <laughs> hubs for things and, like, like this. we obviously want to get our vaccine. At, since it seems like Caruso's not going to let the Americana or the Grove be a vaccine center, but no. it's like Burbank Town Center could absolutely be a vaccine site and we want it there. I think it would work perfectly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, some of those stores seem like fronts anyway, so that's probably yeah. all the shelves are on wheels, so it's just very easy to... Yeah, it's just get those out of there. Push them just... into the closed arcade and then just, yeah, put in some... yeah some tables Although, and chairs wouldn't mind getting my vaccine in the in the arcade that could be fun uh oh. true. do karaoke after yeah yeah <laughs> the round one i get yep. use the round one karaoke rooms open for i believe two days <laughs> yeah no, two or three <laughs> days before shutting down you'd be among the first people to ever to ever use it uh because they really Wow, poor timing for round one. Really <laughs> oh. sad. Such bad timing. Oh my god. Really sad. Um, in pre-pandemic times, is Burbank Town Center your your go-to mall? Yes, uh, it's a it's an interesting mall. It's always had a very in, an, uh, very odd energy. But I, <laughs> I I first came to LA like in college. I did like a semester in LA program. I did internships and stuff, and lived at the Oakwoods. By oh, wow. uh, I forget what it's called now, but it's it's the yeah. short term fur- short term or long term furnished apartments, kind of between Universal Studios and Warner Brothers Studios, where they put up a lot of actors, especially child actors and their families. And uh, wow. w- it, when you first come to LA from the East Coast, it's very weird and intimidating. So <laughs> I definitely gravitated towards Burbank, which is a much more manageable city. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> extremely manageable that's the, that's their yeah. their slogan over in there's Burbank. absolutely no uh you know fast-paced um <laughs> city city lifestyle to overwhelm you in Burbank. No, no no and 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 so but now i i've lived in la since like 2007 now so now i love la and i've seen a lot of the city and there's still many pockets of the city i haven't seen and um Hopefully get around to that when the city... Someday. <laughs> someday yeah. when it opens back up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Burbank Town Center, yes, it's it's weird. But I, I have a fondness for Bur- yeah. Burbank Town Center for it's that convenient. reason. It's just parking yeah. on every side. Free parking mm-hmm. every side. I mean, 
The gallery of parking yeah. situation can be a little stressful. That Target might be the most stressful <laughs> shopping experience uh, <laughs> oh, in the really? valley. I just think getting in and out of that garage, and also that's mm. the main Target that I've gone to where it's like, ah, you're out of stuff. I guess, oh, yeah. sure. I guess yeah. the Empire Center one. That they, I used to work next to the Empire Center one, and they, by the end of the week, would, the shelves would be pretty bare. Um, <laughs> yeah, Target Target shelves aren't supposed to be empty. No. Yes. Their whole it's thing the whole, is that the they have point. everything. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, the Burbank Town Center, I never spent any time really in Burbank until Movie Pass ended and I got AMC A list. Oh, sure. And then the I stubs, was just yeah. in Burbank all the fucking <laughs> time. <laughs> like constantly in Burbank. Well, and all those can, AMCs. Three, yeah, three I mean, to choose it from. Is you know? Like riches of AMCs. Like <laughs> it's so easy to make yourself a little double feature. You just bop around. You have three theater choices. One of them, you're like, I want to see this movie, but I want a recliner. So I'll simply wait an hour and then go to this other showing at the one with the recliner. Yes. Uh, that, I joined A-List at the start of 2020. And oh, I no. will tell you the three movies I used it for uh, were uh, Cats at the AMC 16 of Burbank, <laughs> Uncut Gems at the AMC 16 of Burbank, and then Doolittle at the City Walk movie theater. <laughs> This is an absolutely chaotic three So films. chaotic. Uh, and then immediately, every th- movie theater shut down so fast in LA. And I emailed and I was like, can you refund me for March? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, can you also do February? Because like March and <laughs> April. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, the thought of those, those were the last three movies. Uh, yeah they tell a story those three uh, there's something oh yeah there. <laughs> that's pretty much like the whole width of the human experience i would say is, is those three movies yeah you, yeah i feel like if like an an angel comes down from heaven and is like i got i believe in heaven by the way um and is like i want to understand the human experience <laughs> and angels and you would be like i have three movies for you and then you can go home you, you got it yeah i mean i think those all sound what was the third one remind me of the third little last <laughs> robert daly jr okay. passion project do little okay i didn't okay. see do little that was one i, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't do i, I also couldn't do never it. saw cats i feel like oh, page i don't know did i miss out i don't know i mean yes but i i also can't imagine the experience of like watching it for the first time like a year and a half later when no one's talking about it anymore. Yeah, I'm just like, is everyone ready to talk to me about this? Because <laughs> I finally watched it. Like, I can't imagine ever watching it in my home. I, I did watch Uncut Gems way too late and have that experience where I was like, does anyone want to talk to me about Uncut Gems now? I finally gathered the strength to, to watch it. <laughs> I um, did watch... Uh, my girlfriend and I saw it at the theater... And then uh, a few weeks ago, did like Sleepy and a Little Stone put on cats as we were falling asleep. And <laughs> oh, no. It, I did. It's just, it all came back. It all came back. <laughs> I was like, I just want to stay awake enough to see the railway cat, to see Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. What, oh, remember when it came out, Emily? Somebody photoshopped us onto the Americana. Uh, oh, trains. yeah. That was. That was really good. A reference to the railway. Like we were. 
skimble shanks the rainbow <laughs> yeah. cat i saw great it almost too early like i saw it like <laughs> a day after opening and so i like was trying to talk about it with everyone who didn't like ironically see it until a couple weeks after you know so i was just like talking at people about it you were so alone wow but um a couple weeks ago i was driving and my cat was upset in the car and i was like i've never listened to the cat soundtrack with the cat in the car (laughs) so i put it on for him do you love it i was hoping it would calm him but it didn't i don't think he cared i don't think he connected he did not make the connection on that (laughs) he didn't understand that this was about him (laughs) he never gets it man (laughs) yeah um okay so burbank town center sort of go to in Mm. current-ish times but let's talk about you said you had a few different hometown malls um so let's start with this granite run mall yes that was i mean i i just I think I was at the... Oh, what city is this? Oh, we yes. The Granite Run Mall. I feel okay. like sometimes we forget to start with what city Media we're talking about. Pennsylvania. Media, Media Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. This is suburbs of Philadelphia. If there's no traffic, you can probably be in the city in like 30, 35 minutes. Okay. Um, and so uh, the Granite One Mall was like in a big, big high traffic area. And th- this was the mall we always went to. I think from my house that I grew up in, it was probably only about... 15 20 minutes down the road as a kid i i thought it took forever to get there (laughs) and i think my mom also hated driving to it because there were so many like high traffic intersections to get to it um and it was i don't know i that is my memory of like a prototypical mall it had three like big anchor store it had a a sears at one it was kind of like three pegs. It is a Sears at one end, a JC Penny at the other, and then a Boscovs, which is like a regional, like I don't know if it's Pennsylvania specific because I think they're in Jersey too. I don't know all Boscobs? the states, Boscovs? but they, they don't have them out here. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So, I've never even heard of it. It's like a department store. I yeah. love when we learn about new department stores. Oh, Seems like a good one. It was a good one. It, it 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 had big clothing sections. It had an eye doctor's where we got glasses for years. It, it kept a, can- a candy counter for a long time. I don't know if they still oh. have it. It had This a, sounds like kind of like an old school department store that like literally had everything. It was. It had a ticket master counter. Like that's where oh, we would go oh. to buy tickets for things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> They had everything. I mean, it seems that like, sounds great. And it seems like now I was looking it up. They they just totally obliterated the center of it, and it's just those three stores now, and that's a parking lot. Yeah, and it, yeah, it kind of looks like a Frankenstein thing yeah. now. It's like not nice enough to be an Americana. I think there were plans to like do a kind of mixed use Americana sort of setup with apartments or. Other things. There's a movie theater. I think the movie theater is still going across the parking lot. Um, but yeah, I think when you when you guys said what was your hometown mall, I was like, well, it was this, and it once was. It, it <laughs> once was. I re and I really didn't go. I should have gone more in the 2010s as it was like collapsing in on itself as like stuff was closing. <laughs> but I just didn't. My mom and dad had both moved, so it would have been like a pain <laughs> to drive yeah. to media. Yeah. It would have been a de- it would have been a commitment to like go 
like you would have been like i am taking a drive and making a trip specifically to go look at this dying yes. mall I, yeah I, I want to go to my childhood comic store which is not even in the same storefront it has moved into the abandoned walden books uh because they went under um <laughs> yeah after sure borders did. express and so uh yeah i just never got there but it was infamous in the Philadelphia area, because you know there there's a good amount of TV and film production going or going on at any time in media. It well yeah. <laughs> in and around Philadelphia, <laughs> um, QVC is just up. The QVC headquarters are just a few miles up the road. Oh, wow. Um, and do they shoot there? That's right. Yes, they definitely <laughs> is Isaac do. Isaac Mizrahi just like constantly. <laughs> does he live in that building? <laughs> I don't know if the famous ones shoot there, but like I think they'll like Damn. the the nor the like the the full timers like shoot there. Like okay, okay. Um, well, it's good to know that Lori Grenier has been near this mall at some point. I like yeah. I like to imagine her maybe popping in if she needed something over at at Boss from Sears. Yes. Yeah, she was like, oh my god, I need <laughs> I need new outfit. I need a washer dryer set stat. Yeah, but you also said that that there were uh, you're unconfirmed, but that it appears in some cky videos oh, yeah oh well the, that was what i was starting to say like a lot of like tv and film production around philadelphia and so kevin smith was eyeballing this mall to blow up for mall rats too <laughs> which, which i apparently was supposed to be called and it was never made it was supposed to be called mall brats which i just learned when i looked <laughs> this up i believe so i think at one time it was going to be a film at one time it was going to be a netflix series and i think he was talking about like when this fell through, he's like, maybe I'll do the Exton Mall, which is about 30, 40 minutes from here and is still open, but I think was like half empty a little. But okay. uh, yeah, he was like, oh, this mall's going to be demolished. They'll let me blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need like an HBO budget behind you if you <laughs> if you want to be like blowing whole malls up. Yes. Uh, yeah or he I mean. <laughs> they were just gonna blow it up and he was gonna be able to film it and uh, yeah on podcast the ride we just did a, on our the patreon an episode about casino implosions because they they usually do fireworks <laughs> or some t- sort of spectacular and when they blew up the dunes <laughs> casino in vegas they they did make it look very cinematic because they filmed it for a tv movie about the opening of the treasure island casino <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I mean, why waste a crisis? You know, let's <laughs> let's get in there. Let's film everyone's this. favorite story. Let's <laughs> the make opening the of the Treasure Island Casino, <laughs> a heartwarming story for families <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, so, it, it is about a family going to enjoy all the amenities of the newly opened Treasure Island Casino, and of course, <laughs> the kid goes on a magical adventure where he meets the pirates, and the pirates are real. Uh, and Steve Wynn is there. Um, uh, fantastic yeah i I had always heard that the uh, cky was like the east coast contingent the precursor to the east coast group of jackass yeah it was bam margera's thing right yeah because Mm -hmm. westchester pennsylvania where the margera's lived uh uh, is right up the road from media and so i 
I had heard at some point in high school, it's like, oh yeah, they filmed some stuff jumping off the second floor of the mall of Granite Run, <laughs> like into the planners. And but I've never been able to find footage of that. I've never. Like, I, what I wouldn't give to I see scr- that. I scrubbed through like CKY rips on YouTube to try and find it because I could identify the Granite Run Mall like with one of my eyes closed. Like it's <laughs> it looms so large in my mind. Damn, that so, sounds anyone... like something that could so easily be true or could so easily be like an urban legend. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Like it sounds cool. So it gets spread around for that reason. Yeah. And because it's like if they're nearby, it's like that could be true. If anyone's in touch with Bam, let's text him <laughs> and let's find out because I'm definitely curious to know. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was that was the main one, but then you said the second choice one was uh, Concord Mall in Wilmington, uh, Delaware. Yeah, I I grew up like ten minutes from the Pennsylvania Delaware border, which if you know about Delaware, tax free shopping. Woo! So we would cross the border <laughs> to do some shopping. I'll tell you what, and uh, it, it 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 was a smaller. It was smaller, uh, and it is still going strong. Like I found a walk through the Concord mall video on YouTube a couple months ago. And I was like, Oh, it still looks great. Um, Good for them. Yeah. I said, so Wilmington, uh, some of Delaware, a lot of credit card companies, a lot of financial companies based out of Delaware. Hmm. And so there's some very Tony parts of the area, but this mall always just seemed like a standard mall. Um, yeah, it does. Maybe, uh, I guess, like, if it's tax-free, maybe they're just doing well because people just never stopped, like, going there to shop tax-free. If That's it was a great 10 point. minutes away from me, I would totally I would totally go, like, why not? Especially for yeah. bigger-ticket items, like, where yeah, you're really totally. going to save a lot. Seems cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was... Later on, there was a Barnes & Noble and Ulta and a Best Buy next to it. And then down the road, there was a Borders, so... And and that way, uh, that to me elevated it in my mind because Concord Mall was always number two because there was no comic store inside, <laughs> and that was yeah. how I judged a mall. If we went to new malls, I always went right to the map to find the comic book store <laughs> and find the Walden Books because if I couldn't find something at the comic book store, Walden Books had a spinner rack. And yeah, would okay. have it. yeah. So. I, I do think though one one very appealing aspect of Concord Mall to me is uh, they seem to have an indoor fountain. Which <gasps> yes, we love oh, to see. We love indoor oh, fountains. We love it. You, you ever yeah. make a wish? Or I'm sure I. Yeah, I'm sure I did. <laughs> if I if I had change on me, Granite Run had some indoor fountains too, like Ooh, right in okay. the center. <sighs> that I, we, we love it. We love. I it. mean, the fact that like the Glendale Gallery doesn't have an indoor fountain is just it's just a huge fuck. It makes up. me it's so like, mad. What are you guys doing? Like, I don't know. I I. God bless La Durée, but I'd rather I'd rather see a fountain right there. <laughs> uh, that knockoff La Durée. is that what it's it even, is? Yeah, it's not even a real one. They opened it after the Americana one. The purple, the purple kiosk. Yeah, it's a weird off-brand one. <laughs> Isn't that sad that they were like they opened a La Durée across the street? We're gonna trick people with our weird purple it one. It worked on me. I mean, <laughs> I've worked. never I've never purchased anything at either lo- either place, but I thought it was a La Durée. <laughs> Yeah, I would rather have a fountain than a knockoff lottery. In there, I would, I would appreciate that. Um, and then, you, you, I guess you're also close to King of Prussia, which we've talked about a few times because that's like a huge one. Oh yeah, it's it's um, that was like, uh, like hey, we're getting an early start Saturday. Like this is a day <laughs> trip. This is a commitment. 
Uh, yeah. King Pressure Mall, still one of the biggest shopping mall things in America, which is a trick because yeah. it's two malls next to each other connected oh. by a wall. Do they have like a sky bridge or something? They have a ground bridge. They have a, <laughs> it is <laughs> a covered walkway. Uh, I, my memory in the 90s it, is that there were the signage was very bad to get to it. Like it took a few <laughs> trips to get to it. Um, but that's where the old Navy was. And for whatever reason in high school, I was very into the very affordable, plain clothing of the old I'm Navy sure experience. Loved that. <laughs> I'm sure. Like, Great. <laughs> yeah. Cause all the cool kids in my town were, their parents were going to the Granite Run Mall and buying all their clothes at Aeropostale. And, <laughs> I just didn't understand that. I was just like, why are these logos so big? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so ex- why is this crap so expensive? I, I made my mom buy me a dress shirt at Structure once for a school dance. And I, I'm still hearing about that shirt. I'm still hearing about the cost of that shirt. Did it, did it feel worth it? Uh, no, it was it was it was very <laughs> uncomfortable, and I think if I got any too close to a too hot light bulb, it probably would have gone up in flames. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know, you were you were ahead of the game with everyone. You know, now it's about working man's clothes. <laughs> yeah, oh. har har. Yeah, that's true. No more big logos. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Every- you just knew. You just knew. <laughs> yeah, I I did, and and I, you know, I I like mom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made you spend probably like twenty five dollars in two thousand dollars on like a stretchy black dress shirt. Nothing like a chubby preteen in a stretchy black dress shirt. Like that's cool. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it was beautiful. I'm sure it reflected reflected the lights of the dance floor love in a lovely, lovely <laughs> pattern. <laughs> <laughs> were there any other stores that were like only at King of Prussia, where it was like gotta go to King of Prussia? Um, let's see. Oh, well, King of Prussia had the Warner Brothers. It had a Warner Brothers store, and that's Ooh. a real treat. You know, the old Warner Brothers stores. And I've never, never been in one. Yeah, oh, it's, I'm a, but... it's something that I deeply wish I had gotten to experience because they seem really fun. They had that. It, that was fun. That both of these, the other store, they had a giant FAO Schwartz, and Ooh, oh, and that's good. Probably like the the funnest part of malls were these almost like themed experiences uh, or discovery stores. Um, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I never, my family never spent a dime at any of these places. (laughs) Maybe I bought a a small plastic Taz, a small plastic (laughs) Tasmanian devil. Um, (laughs) Another thing we had covered on the, the podcast or I had Patreon recently was, only had two locations, one of which was in King Prussian Ball, which was Six Flags' short-lived roller coaster cuts, which was a children's uh, hair salon uh, themed what? to Six Flags. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, I would never let anyone related to Six Flags cut my child's hair. <laughs> <laughs> as well you shouldn't as well you shouldn't this was during the oh reign my God. of um former redskins uh or current uh washington football team owner uh dan snyder one of the worst men in america uh was in charge of six flags for a while and it just 
just oh bad decision God. after bad decision. That just feels so like I feel like there's something we're missing from this puzzle. Like there's yes, someone. There are so many steps of opening branded things <laughs> to I just skip like over to get to child's the hair. The last salon. thing I want to associate with a haircut is like thrills and and like unexpected turns but i just also <laughs> six flags is a shithole like it is that's right. what easy, it is. easy easy emily <laughs> okay it's like all right six flags you go into it and you're like everything here looks so worn down you're speaking magic mountain specific Yes. Okay. I can't speak for all six flags. I can't. I've only been to the one in Valencia and it was only on a, on a school trip. Cause I don't like roller coasters. I would never go there of my own accord. <laughs> and, um, it's just like everything there is so just like faded and peeling. <laughs> and that's not how I want my, my boy's hair to look. <laughs> And you shouldn't even have to say that. I, I feel want it like to look shiny and new. Having to conquer the idea of like, do I want a Six Flags themed haircut? Like <laughs> it just, I can't even believe this is a an issue. This is a topic. Well, That's so crazy. <laughs> when you look at pictures and uh, we found their old dead Twitter account. Um, and you, <laughs> you start to see a picture emerge where you're like, seems like a lot more of the store is dedicated to candy and toys and <laughs> tchotchkes and pushing the six flags brand and uh yeah it's it it did not last very long right yeah that um, makes sense but that... we, we found some mommy blocks who were like you know little daniel got his hair cut and he looks absolutely <laughs> charming and so it's like okay well i'm glad they had a nice time <laughs> you know what else i wouldn't trust them with hair is that they're their mascot's bald. Yeah, Mister Six he doesn't have he doesn't have a hair on his damn head. <laughs> Mister Six is bald, and they gave them the worst, like bottom of the barrel Mister Six costumes because there were some Mister Six walkarounds. <gasps> oh, scary! Yeah, it, that's really scary. It's, it's like rough a stuff. rubber head of an old man. <laughs> no, thanks. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, the other thing you, you mentioned was that uh, you were in, in chorus and you would sing at the mall. Yes. I. This was like the best con. Like I, I in school, <laughs> I don't know how they got into this. Um, the the chorus, we, we would go on these trips where like you sang like three or four songs and then you were just unleashed in the location. <laughs> like I remember singing at the Philadelphia airport. Uh, in the concourse, <laughs> this is uh, again middle school. When I was in middle school, this was the mid through late nineties, so pre nine eleven. So you could just go to the airport to hang out. Philadelphia tried to. <laughs> the Philadelphia airport is very mall like in a lot of areas, and yeah. there was the thinking in the nineties of like, and maybe you'll just come to the airport to hang out. Wow, a different world, <laughs> a different world, and so we got to go and sing at the airport and then just go hang out at the food court in our rumpled tuxedo shirts uh, <laughs> and rumpled slacks and then but the best yearly trip the seventh and eighth graders got to go at christmas christmas time go sing uh christmas carols at the mall and then you had a few hours to just hang out at the mall and then they got you back to school in time to pretty much get on your bus and go home like i don't 
it it was <laughs> it was awesome. And we also we sang next to Showcase Comics in the mall. And I was like, okay, great. What's done is done. Time to go have my fun. And so I've done my work and now I shall play. And now I, I shall said play. this was on weekdays. So you were skipping yes. school and we, got to just hang out at the mall. That's right. Uh, and it, Amazing. It was very helpful one year because one year, I believe, uh, it, it may have been the night before or very early morning of my, my grandfather had passed away. And I was like, um, Am I going? Are we going to school? Uh, I have this chorus trip today, and <laughs> I oh, wow. and I did go and I did sing it because my dad was like a real trooper, and he's like, "You it will take your mind off stuff. Why don't Why don't you go and do it?" And so he he took care of like my mom and and everyone, and then he even came to the mall and watched, and wow. then went back home. He was a real trooper about it, but it did like help take <laughs> it for sure. Help take my mind off yeah absolutely so. just to be immersed in the mall and just yeah. kind of be in fluorescent light for a while and yes did you get anything did you would you would you just kind of peruse the stores or or were you like set loose with 10 bucks and maybe bought something every once in a while i would i would always go i mean i would always go and buy at least one or two comics and when I would yeah. go with friends, I, I would do that. And then we would usually go to the candy store and buy like very, very small bags of bulk candy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know you guys have talked at length about your lolly and pops adventures and the, yeah. the uh, trials and tribulations of the lolly and pop store in the Glendale Galleria. <laughs> um, so I would fill, we would fill up on bulk candy, usually eat at Sabaro. My one friend was convinced that like you get more for your money if you get soda with no ice. And I was just kept trying to tell I mean, him it was I... it it's it serve yourself. It's a refillable soda. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he's he's kind of right, but also it's like just go back up and get more. Okay, <laughs> that yeah, yeah, that, that argument doesn't hold. If his if, argument uh... was just that he saves himself some trips to the machine, that I'm on board with. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it's if it's self serve, because in general I do like light ice. I I will Me order too. light ice. I'm always asking light ice. It's too cold. They make drinks too cold i have sensitive little teeth <laughs> and it goes it, it it hurts it hurts me it's fair it's fair i would ask for no ice if they thought i wasn't a freak i love room temp drinks <laughs> i'll only drink room temperature water i've come <gasps> around i used to be an only ice cold guy and now i'll go back and forth okay <laughs> in winter yeah you're more open-minded like now lukewarm yes. <laughs> to were, soothe the bath you were also saying that sometimes your friends would would play hide and seek at the mall uh we would uh play hide and seek and i forget i we were all a bunch of nerds uh all a bunch of big time dorkos and uh <laughs> the, i especially was terrified of getting in trouble but we're like okay someone once was like hey we should play hide and seek and um you know, uh, meet back up in an hour if we can't find each other. We'll meet back up in the center of the mall. And it was fun because you'd like, uh, I think after the first or second time, we're like, okay, you can't go in the department stores. No one is finding it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, just trying to be like, cool. Just trying to be like, all right, keep an eye out. And like, it it was super fun, uh, especially because like Granite Run and it's, when it was in its heyday, like had, 
you know, it had the Spencer's gifts. It had a full CVS drugstore, which I I still think is wow. very weird. I have not encountered yeah. that. Yeah, that's not yeah. I've seen usual. The, the only th- place I've ever seen that is I believe there's a Walgreens in Mall of America. Okay, that yeah, that kind of makes sense. There yeah, might have but, been one in we went to Woodfield Mall when we did a Chicago uh podcast recording. Okay. Um, and that is another, like, was one of the biggest, was the biggest mall in America for a short time. And they might have had a drugstore. I can't once remember. It, I guess once you get to a certain size, you're like, I guess we should have a drugstore. Yeah, in case it's like anyone, we're a self-sustaining city now. In case yeah. anyone scrapes a knee, maybe we should have some Neosporin on hand. You well, know? the old timers, the mall would open for the old folks to walk in the morning. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> when so you, maybe they're like, I'll... I'll get my many pills while yes. I'm doing a lap. Yeah, once the stores <laughs> open up, when I'm done doing my laps, then I will yes. yeah, stock up. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I would have been nervous about playing hide and seek because I would have been afraid that no one would ever find me <laughs> or that like it was a prank, you know, like getting me to just like <laughs> yeah. hide behind, you know, the Emily L- the Strange shirts and Hot Topic <laughs> and then nobody ever comes and finds me and I just, and they, they, like, they all go leave. eat without you or something. Yeah, they're all at Red Robin yeah. just laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I was terrified Devastating of that Devastating to stuff. think about. Yeah, that was part of the thrill, I think. <laughs> um although it's i feel like abandonment yeah i feel like I, because we were dorks with too much time on our hands and we were too smart for our own good i i feel like looking back on high school it's like man we really did with fuck with each other a lot we really did play like mind games <laughs> like, i could have done without that but oh it's most of the people i've kept in touch with in high school didn't do that interesting yeah. very interesting <laughs> oh okay yeah there was a pattern there <laughs> um all right do we have any other general uh mall stories mall thoughts before we move into the store anything lingering i i don't know i yeah i my family yeah with my family would go to the mall a lot too that was i remember like sixth or seventh grade i started to go to the movies with friends and go to like i think it was my parents were like hey you should hang out at the mall beforehand for a while too I think they were just so excited. It's like, yeah, let's get this nerd out of the house. Like, let's get him. It's like, you're doing something with friends? Well, here's Go $20. Do you want me to get you some? Oh, I wish. I, oh. Yeah, I mean, a movie and hanging at the mall for a couple hours beforehand. I mean, that's good for, you know, four to five hours before they have to come and get you. Oh, which was incredible. Yeah. Which also seemed like a huge ordeal. It's like, well, can their parents pick you up? And looking back, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it was 15 minutes down. What were you doing? Like, what? Come on. Maybe just living feel- in LA where it takes forever to drive anywhere. <laughs> I feel like there was definite stress around like, we, you know, so-and-so's mom or dad is going to be mad at us if we're not where we're supposed to be when they come to pick us up, you know? Yeah. And then, and then if you're late, then there's a weird energy in the car where, you know, your friend's <laughs> in trouble whenever after like they drop you <laughs> off and you're like, it's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> our mall had Oof. a very specific like you could there were like um basically like where you are designed to drop people off you know oh, okay. like there's a parking lot and then there's like the curb right in front of the red robin and the movie theater that's like where you know various suvs pull up for for five seconds and kids go running out and uh yeah you got to make your way back over there in time even if you're all the way over at cold stone which is pretty far 
At the uh, Third Street Promenade, there's no good place to pick people up. No. So it would just be like moms just kind of like idling like on, you know, one of those streets that goes in between like Arizona or something. Oh, and then just be like, get in the car. I have to move. I'm going to get a ticket. <laughs> it is a stressful situation. Next to the beach, one of the most stressful neighborhoods in Alice, one of the most stressful cities in oh, LA yeah. County. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, the promenade is, yeah, it's it smells like piss, um, <laughs> and now it's infested with rats. So, oh, so. cool. Yeah, I, I don't know if you heard. <laughs> There's I rats living in the dinosaurs, so. I auditioned for so many, like, poorly thought out man-on-the-street interview kind of things <laughs> in, in the, like, 2010s at the Third Street Promenade. And inevitably, I would show up there would be a cameraman with a mic and a pseudo producer. No one had any direction for, no one had any material for me. No one, <laughs> they had the faintest idea. They barely explained like, okay, so here, the mic, you have, you have to, and then you have to shove it in their face. <laughs> what a nightmare. I only this have happened these. happened to me at Westfield Century City. I was, uh, I was in something that I did not know was going to be like a hidden camera. <laughs> Thing. and i was like i was just psyched that it was shooting at westfield century city and then i got there and they were like yeah so we're gonna put in an earpiece and you're gonna be doing this like vague prank that barely makes sense and i was uh, yeah. like whoo this is a negative experience uh i can see why both of those malls it would seem like a good idea to do those things mm-hmm. but then with both with the promenade there's too much going on there it's yeah. not just like, oh, just people and families just on like a day out. There's some of that, but it's a kind of a crazy spot. Then Westfield Century City, rich people are not going to indulge that kind of stuff. No. <laughs> like, I feel like that would work better at like the Galleria or something. Yeah. Or a mall outside of like LA proper. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't work. <laughs> Maybe we should just leave people alone is kind of the message. <laughs> yes. Ultimately. <laughs> and not not ask them a, a total stranger um embarrassing questions on on camera. Just to one be idea used in marketing. To maybe purposes. just not do that. <laughs> um all right. Well with that though, I think we should get into the store. So uh, today we're talking about another universe. So uh Jason, tell us about another universe. Well, so another universe, um, uh, Paige, you and I were talking before recording of like, <laughs> there is shockingly very little record of another universe online, yeah. <laughs> which I cannot believe because I they were one of the bigger uh, comic book store chains. There's not, there's some comic book store chains, but usually only like a handful of stores. There's one or two companies, Midtown Comics, Mile High Comics in the, in I think that's in Colorado or yeah, Denver, um, where they are like, they have massive warehouses of inventory. But, you know, usually you would end up with either a mom and pop shop with one location. Maybe they have a couple locations. Um, but another another universe, when I was a kid, it just seemed like they had a ton of stores. They had a catalog I would get every month. Oh, wow. I think at the height of like the comic book store boom in the 90s, they were distributing comics and merchandise to some extent too and they would get their own like 
variant covers. If you have if you have enough money, you can commission Marvel or DC or Image to like make a special cover that you will just sell at your store. Wow. Those you can find on eBay. Uh, they're usually very embarrassing, like <laughs> cheesecake art uh, or like poorly thought out sci-fi comics from the nineties. Um, yeah, but my memory of another universe is they were we would go on like long weekend trips a lot to Virginia uh, or to Baltimore or Washington D.C. Like, which is like a short two-hour drive from like philadelphia so far enough away but somewhere different and inevitably i would be able to find another universe in georgetown or baltimore inner harbor i don't know how much that's come up on your show baltimore inner harbor used to be ringed by malls and as of 2020 they are in tough shape Um, but another universe always felt like the special mall because it's like they sent the catalog like or the yeah. special store. <laughs> uh-huh. They sent the catalogs and they, they've got this these giant statues and it was always very exciting. Um, it does seem like from what I, I've been able to see online, it's like a lot of the stores kind of look like spaceships from the outside. Like they're themed. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of money floating around in the 90s and I think <laughs> after 93 or 94 that's when the bubble burst and this is yeah there's a lot of there are a lot of books touch on this and articles online but like the number of comic book stores in america like two-thirds of them closed wow um, did people just lose interest or well happened? or that uh, certainly a lot of people lost interest i mean a lot of this was driven by a couple it was driven by like the you know the batman the first in batman tim burton batman movie was huge the Batman animated series was huge. The X-Men animated series was huge. And trading card sales, like X-Men and Marvel, DC, all these like non-sports trading cards were huge. And there was money to be made. But like a big driver of this was the speculator market of like collector's item. X-Men won. The, you know, uh, uh, Spawn number one. Like all of these... Uh, image comics starts up like all the a-listers from marvel jump ship to start their own company Mm. the problem with this is when you print five million copies of something it is not a rare collector's (laughs) item (laughs) like superman number one detective comics number 27 like the first appearances of famous characters are collector's items because most of the issues have been destroyed or lost but they printed a million copies of spawn number one like you, you can find X Men number one online for fifty cents for a dollar. Like, yeah. it's not rare, and so then everyone mm. realized, like, oh, this a lot of this stuff is worthless, and a lot of it is unreadable because <laughs> <laughs> the art, like, you know, the art uh, became the main thing, and the writing really took a backseat. There were certainly mm. good writers writing. There were certainly good comics being made, and any comics had a big boom too. And at a certain time, there was a million distributors, it seemed like. And now there is uh, one distributor, <laughs> kind of. There, DC kind of started their own. It's very confusing. Okay. But like, the best-selling books of the 90s that sold million, now like a best-selling book now, it's, it's going to be a big release. And you're lucky if you hit like um, uh, a few hundred thousand copies. And that's kind of like that. That's the big story of the year, you know? Yeah, because I mm. feel like I it, I don't 
know of a mall comic book store that I've seen in recent no. years. Like I just you they're they're not really there. No, the Burbank Town Center kind of has one in the yeah. way that it kind of has a lot of stores where it's like, yeah, they've got some comics and a lot of action figures and a uh, magic and mm-hmm. Pokemon cards and sort of stuff. But like right. there it's not a huge thing in like LA County. Like the the Yeah in my eyes at least in malls at least in malls yeah yeah Yeah, i think it's like it seems like and correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like another universe was like primarily comic books and then they also had like traded cards and all this other stuff whereas now it feels like when you go into that type of store the primary stuff is like the figurines and the and the cards and stuff like that the collectible items as opposed to the actual comic books yeah it kind of it kind of depends on where you like if you um go to uh in LA there is um uh secret headquarters in Silver Lake like that's real like book focused um yeah uh real yeah. comics focused i've gone to house of secrets for years and years in burbank and that's a re- they've been around for a few decades at this point and they're you know they have some toys and statues and stuff and they're mostly comics but i yeah um a Those lot are like of the sto- standalones yeah, a lot yeah. of stores uh, made a lot of money too on Dungeons and Dragons and Magic cards. Right. Oh, sure. And uh, that part of the stores, I always avoid it because it scared me. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, it just seemed very intimidating. It seemed very expensive. And, yeah. the, and the people <laughs> occupying that area did not want a chubby preteen. Like, what's this? <laughs> Tell me. Tell me about this. <laughs> I did love this um, this commercial that you sent us. Yeah, for, it's, it's uh, really fun. It was I, for an, a new location opening of another universe. This is when commercials were still fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There, do you? There would be like a rare like comic book store commercial. Like, and as a kid who liked comics. I just thought that was like the coolest thing and like a publisher too like that started up bought commercials I think the most famous is um, Todd McFarlane the guy who created Spawn I believe is in a Levi's commercial or is it Rob Liefeld (laughs) one of them is in like a jeans commercial like I'm dude I'm drawing Uh, gotta have on my jeans for my for my art that's right gotta have on my very light jeans my very light uncomfortable looking jeans i love this commercial though it's like these two girls appear inside like they've been like transported into another universe they're in they're star wearing, trek they're in uh in star trek star trek uh uniforms yeah i mean and and i don't want to presume but i suspect these two girls <laughs> did not know much about star trek i feel like they, they don't look super invested um well the bags <laughs> seem pretty stuffed at the end of the commercial it seemed like they really stocked up well they're solid I'm, actors I'm make an assumption here as well in that um they did not get the rights to use these star trek <laughs> costumes mm-hmm. <laughs> that's well, probably true maybe people were just less litigious back then i don't maybe. know yeah because it's very clear what they're doing um I also loved that this this commercial says that this is quote the most exciting store ever created. <laughs> I mean, go big or go home, you know. Right. Um, uh, I have. I'm gonna uh, screen share this with you guys. Uh, a big trend. Uh, oh, or sorry, me. I'm not because uh, it says it's disabled. Um, I'll let you. I'll let you. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, there was a lot of big like event 
stuff in comics um, in the 90s. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> people getting married. Uh, okay. Like Cyclops and Marvel Girl, the marriage of Scott Summers and Jean Grey. And they even had yeah. a little party, a little X-Men oh wedding God. reception. Had another universe. Um, okay. I saw this on the only <laughs> wow. thing I could find online about this store was a, a Reddit thread about this store. And this is one of the links they shared. Yeah. It's like a lovely wedding in- invitation. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's got the photo of these two about to be wed. It's got an X in roses. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, now that I just noticing they did have John Romita Jr. there who was drawing X-Men at the time is oh. like a, a comic book legend. His father was a comic book legend too. So that's a pretty good get. You got uh, John Romita for four hours. This was specifically now, I'm Springfield. I'm seeing that this is in Virginia. <laughs> is this something that you, did you know about this? And were you, were you like, fuck, I want to go to the wedding? I This might have been in the catalog, but I... Uh, we we talk on podcast a ride a lot of like California. Well, I'll never go there. That's so far away. <laughs> and I I'm sure Springfield, Virginia. Let's see, ten miles south of DC. That would have been a like I really would have had to do like pitch this to my family. Yeah. Like, can well, you we go? Said, so hey, some friends of mine um, are making the biggest commitment of their life. <laughs> And I would love to be there to support them. I just want to support this. them at what what this uh, invitation calls mm-hmm. the coolest comic book store ever. <laughs> I supposed to just miss out on this? I mean, the invitation even is like the store looks like a spaceship, <laughs> and it does. It, it really sure does. does. It does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, they've got like the display case that looks like little like windows in a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it does seem like a cool place. And I do feel like, you know, we talk about all the time that it seems like the trend is always to take away fun theming and just mm-hmm. streamline things. And I, yeah. that sucks. It does. <laughs> I, the, my biggest, the biggest culprit I can point to is uh, if you go to City Walk in, Hol- in Universal in, an, uh, in Los Angeles, the Johnny Rockets has stripped out like all the chrome and diner stuff and it's all like black oh, wow. metal. No. <laughs> like, it's like that's the whole idea. Why would you do that? The food isn't the point of Johnny Rockets. No, the very wet diner oh, food God. is not the point. <laughs> like at least no, no. <laughs> just a little bit of character. And oh, it, I mean, we talk about often how they took away the, the gargoyle from the Hot Topic at City Walk. I, th- well, I... They made it a little less scary. I know that. I, I would go I in Hot think- Topic as an older teenager to buy like silly Simpson shirts for like friends' yeah. birthdays. But like, I was like, what? But it was always like the scariest goths working there. And the, the dorkier goths worked at the comic book store in the right, mall. Right. And I feel like they would always be, there was like one or two got like cool dudes who worked at the comic book store who's like oh man you should read that check this out it's like i'll throw it in for free like they would just like give it's like oh <laughs> you're buying some cool stuff let me give you a free f- few books for free <laughs> and then there would be people like some customers who'd be like you know if i had a knife tape to my back you would not be able to disarm me in time it's like hey man can i get <laughs> can i get around you i just want to buy the new issue of batman <laughs> 
please. This is funny you say this because okay, so on this Reddit thread, which I will send in case you guys want to want to take a look, there's some fun comics and it is cool. It's a lot of people being like, oh my god, I remember this place. Like, yeah, similar to what we're talking about. Like, hard to find much on it. But I remember somebody put in here that like whoever worked there was either like the nicest person ever or like the meanest person ever. Um, let's see. Yeah, I kind of lucked out. Uh, most of the comic stores I have gone growing up. the the staff was always very very friendly and um uh very uh polite dealing with an annoying 14 year old yeah um (laughs) dealing uh sometimes dealing with an annoying 14 year old with his friends there uh including um you know uh some young women who uh clearly were very bored (laughs) (laughs) some of which it was like oh yeah i read a few oh yeah i liked a few of those comics you lent me and i was like oh so you clearly want to go all in on this like i have and it's like no no i don't i'm not at all (laughs) no i (laughs) i would like to have interesting life experiences like young teenage life experiences i'm like oh i'm not no i have always been an old man uh i've got uh old mgm uh, musicals to watch comic books to watch. <laughs> uh, did you have like just boxes and boxes of comics did you say have or had because the answer is um, yes to you both, what? both. Uh, yeah the, the answer is unfortunately yes and uh at 35 they are a burden around my neck <laughs> and uh very uh inconvenient to sell like it's easy to sell graphic novels Mm. which which just boils down to like is there a spine is it like have a book spine that you can put yeah. it on a shelf easily a couple um, years ago i got into one specific kind of comic but mm-hmm. then i was like oh my god buying all of these comics individually what am i supposed to do with these and so then i started just holding out until yeah enough came out that it was like the next volume of the graphic novel of archie um <laughs> <laughs> That was a big reboot. They really went all in on that They're reboot. Good, especially yeah. the horror ones. They're really good. Yeah, they put yeah. some big names on those. And because I, uh, I personally have a lot of like, well, a good amount of graphic novels, and then the mm-hmm. few like comic books I have, it it really is like it's not enough to warrant a box special yeah. for them in their bags, but they are like awkward on a shelf. I'm like, I have, you kind of have to pull them out to see which one they are. Cause they don't have the spine. Yeah. Yes. And if you have like tons of boxes of comics, it's like, they also can't go on a bookshelf because they're, they're slippery. They're sliding around. <laughs> they're, fl- they're flopping every which way. What, you know, they just yeah. gotta be in a box. They, they are very slippery. <laughs> Graphic novels. Most used bookstores will buy them. Um, comics i sold some full like sets or runs back to my comic store recently uh four store credit so i uh, it's continuing the problem yeah Um, (laughs) but uh yeah i mean i i yeah i like them um i i only buy like one or two books a month now i think at the height in like my teenage years or like 20 i was buying like five or six I don't think I ever yeah. spent more than 25 or 30 bucks a month. Very reasonable. Books. Very manageable habit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people started smoking and drinking and that gets so expensive. Uh. <laughs> uh, the other thing I did love on this, on this Reddit page is they have some pictures from an employee Halloween party, <laughs> oh, um, <yeah. laughs> which I love because also they like have 
put black dots over everyone's face to, I guess, <laughs> keep the, keep yeah. this private. Um, and it's like, I actually am not sure if I know what these costumes are supposed to be. Uh, there's a general sort of cowboy look. Um, oh yeah. I see these imager links, uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One, one guy just phoned it in and he has like the cat in the hat hat. Oh uh, yes. Very popular in the nineties, um, for stuff. Um, there's one guy who's like, who's dressed up as like a cowboy and he's holding up a gun to a, a beanie baby. And I, I think he's probably grateful that they covered up his face. Yeah. Uh, Cause this is a weird picture. <laughs> Some real big Marvin, the Martians in the background. Do you love to see that? Yeah. Uh, curious, a lot of curious, George, oddly enough. I mean, this is what yeah. happened with a lot of comic stores and a lot of Barnes and Nobles now where they just go all in on the toys. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, man, there's something about uh, Halloween costume pictures that just like, it really is just stuff that was very relevant for that <laughs> month. Like very yeah. specific yeah. historical <laughs> relevance. Yeah. And then the, the other thing I found on here, it was, um, so you sent the, the commercial. I also found this radio advertisement where it's Batman um, who's like calling someone and telling <laughs> and telling him about about uh this great store and in the way it starts i'll just describe it to you because you know listen it would be awkward if we were silent on the podcast for 30 (laughs) seconds but um it's like a guy uh calling out to his wife and being like honey what happened to those boxes of books i had in the back of the closet and she's like oh you mean the ones i threw away and then Batman calls and is like, don't worry, there's a store for you <laughs> to go and replace your books. <laughs> don't worry, I'm going to kill your wife. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> that, yeah, that couple, it seems like they have some bigger problems that like location. Like, yeah. He doesn't a, even know he's into comic books. Right. You know, just, you know, maybe ask. Uh, hey, yeah, you, you got to communicate. I mean, that's the well, big. I mean, this, I mean, it makes me wonder, though, why what resentment is there on her end towards him. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she oh. wanted to hurt him. There's and I'm like, what did what did he do? There's no way he's free of sin. <laughs> Maybe either. Batman is is leaving out that he cheated on her with her best friend, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, then very mild reaction for her, honestly. <laughs> very mild. <laughs> to just throw out some of his stuff that he didn't even notice at the time. He comes out <laughs> later. In the back of a closet. <laughs> Look. You don't you don't have to be into the comic books that your partner is into. You just have to yeah, it's gotta have the same value system and one of those is communication. Come on. If Batman, think- you should tell them that. You know. I mean, I don't think Batman's like I I bet he's not great in relationships. No, no, a lot of baggage. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. a lot of secrets. He's really great to connect with on a human. <laughs> level necessarily yeah <laughs> so um, he, he relates to this guy and he calls and, and he lets him know yeah. that everything's gonna be okay <laughs> uh, did you like in the 90s when it was starting to go sort of like bust did hmm. you sort of at the time like realize what was happening when you were a kid or like not really i i knew a little because uh I think at the height there was there was a comic store in the mall 
And Showcase Comics never really went under. Uh, as Granite Run was closing, they moved up into the Walden Books location. And they're still in Pennsylvania in Bryn Mawr and Swarthmore. Um, and, and they always seem to be doing fine. I think because the mall was such a high traffic area, um, a lot of commuters would have to pass it. You'd see a lot of people in there after work. Um, and, uh, there was one by my grandmother's that always stayed open. Um, and, and I think the owner of that just retired, but I think someone else took it over. But there was one, there was one across from where I would end up going to high school and that looked like it had been set up overnight and did last for a couple of years, but slowly seemed to have less and less stuff and then closed. Mm. And then there was one by the Blockbuster that was like a, a second location, I think, of the one uh, by my grandmother's. And that only that lasted a few years and that closed. So it used to be wherever we were usually going, I could pop into a comic book store and then it became like, okay, I have to go to the mall. Yeah, yeah. And with, with another universe specifically, was there anything that was like, because you were, you were just looking for any, any comic book store, right? Was, but was another universe particularly like good with certain things or? Well, I think what would happen when I would find new stores is I would try to find stuff that I couldn't find at my main store, Right. And so, like, is there a collection? Collections were just starting to be get big, I feel like, in the 90s. Or, like, they'd been around since the 80s when, like, Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns were big. Those were mm -hmm. big sellers. But then they started, I think, to go, like, oh, we should probably just collect the monthly books more. Mm -hmm. So looking for that or looking for, like, I didn't buy a lot of T-shirts. I mean, I would get T-shirts on trips sometimes. But um, yeah, yeah, just anything where I was like, "Ooh, I don't, I've never seen this at my at showcase. I've never seen this at the main store." Yeah, because it seems like yeah, it's in particular in those pictures for the Halloween, the Halloween party for the employees, there's a lot of like <laughs> t-shirts hung on the wall. Yeah, it, it's those gray wall. I was talking about this when we were talking about GameStop. Sort of what this is what I was picturing. These like gray walls that have like lines in them, so you can hang stuff on them. Oh yeah. Like almost like like where you would hang tools in a in a garage, but you know with cooler stuff. Uh, <laughs> so um, okay, any other thoughts on another universe before we before we close out? I um, I'm trying to think of anything I missed. No, I mean it. It also you know a thing that comes up on podcast a ride a lot of like, uh, you know one of us grew up in Thousand Oaks in California, so they were close to like. Magic Mountain and Universal Studios and Disneyland. But Mike grew up outside of Chicago. I grew up outside of Philadelphia. So, like, you had to commit a little more to a yeah. trip to Orlando and uh, yeah, to go right. to Disney or Universal. And, yeah, there was a Six Flags, like, 90 minutes away or something. Um, so, as a kid, I think, like, a lot of these more themed stores, like, it was the kick. It was the little, it was the methadone to the, the, yeah. the yeah. park heroin. <laughs> Uh, where it just all felt a little, a little more special, or like like going to Times Square, 
Like right. I was so excited, like <laughs> late middle school or whatever, to finally see Times Square, real New York City. You know? The idea that after after you went on like a big trip or something, parents would have to be like, "All right, we're gonna slowly try to bring him back down to earth by taking him to these themed mall stores. We'll start spreading out the trips, and eventually he'll be off the stuff, mm-hmm. and we'll be okay." We I mean, it's so sad that there aren't. So, like, as many, if any, themed mall stores. Like, yeah. we, um, Paige went to the Claremont Mall, and they have, oh. like, one of those old Disney stores oh. that has the little, like, vignettes with little figures up at the top. And yeah. it's like, why would they get rid of that? Yeah, in Montclair Plaza, uh, in Montclair, uh, they have, in the in the lower level, they have an FYE, and they also have, um, yeah, it's, like, it's the Disney store with, like, the, like, mint green and like pink and white and like the film strip with like mickey dancing like perfect wonderful it's just that like if you're gonna be a disney store like uh, nobody's being like wow i'm so happy that the disney store is just gold and maroon streamlined very like sleek (laughs) lines (laughs) well they have that like relationship they've always had a relationship with apple especially once they bought pixar and then steve jobs when he was alive was sitting on the disney board and at some point they did i think bring in johnny ive the old apple designer to consult on like can you make the disney stores more apple store like oh and like, my what? god that's the worst idea like yeah anyone's <laughs> ever had it's so terrible <laughs> I, I don't know why the idea is so funny to me of like uh, like okay you you and your kid walk into the disney store and you're received by someone with an ipad and they're like what are you looking for <laughs> It's just so funny, like how deeply out of touch all of those men are with the human experience. Oh, yeah. That they would be like, okay, we want to redesign Disney stores. What if they were more like Apple stores? Um, what if like there was nothing in them? But yeah, what? and zero colors. I, okay, I've got an okay. I've got an MBA from an Ivy League school. My brain is absolutely fucked. Uh, I have no idea what. Yeah, I have no idea what normal people like anymore. I am going to set the pace for popular culture. I am going to be the the arbiter. So here's what I'm thinking. It's just like white wall, white wall, white wall, and then we just um, Mickey is now just a silhouette of Mickey. That's that's it. Character's <laughs> gone. Get him out of here. He's dead now. Just a black Mickey head. And then he's just on one wall. But also it's a light gray, so you can barely see it. And um, then all the products are in the back, but we have pictures of them. So <laughs> We're bringing in some of the very high wooden tables. <laughs> Children cannot reach these. Uh, and those theme parks you are in charge of, we are bringing none of that energy to these stores. Uh, maybe there will be some clearance items that we couldn't sell in the theme parks. Maybe you will find some items that accidentally end up in the Disney store in the clearance <laughs> section, but nothing else. Yeah, and with, with with the comic books specifically, it's like there's so much fun to the idea of like comic books are these worlds that you can have fun with, and then in, now they're kind of just relegated to the young adult section of any Barnes and Noble, and oh, that yeah. sucks. Well, that's where the money is now. That's where yeah. the million dollar pr- the million copy printings are printing is YA mm-hmm. like the uh, uh, there's this cartoonist Reina 
I can't pronounce her last name, but she did a bunch of original graphic novels and then she does the Babysitter's Club adaptations and these are all huge sellers. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can get your comic into the Scholastic Mailer, the kids take home from school, which is apparently very cutthroat, I found out. If you're getting (laughs) books into the Scholastic Mailer, but... um, Graphic novel sales are were apparently up at the end of 2020, but it's not digital copies. It's physical copies. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I would tell people, if you are interested in buying them, do not buy them from Amazon. Because when the robot grabbers that are also grabbing, like, Tide and stuff, uh, they don't <laughs> exactly treat books and comics with much care anymore. Uh, the old yeah. Amazon books, uh, you know. Yeah. So. Try to um, find a specialized seller or a local comic shop, as the industry calls it. For sure. Yeah, I mean, there's the, there's the young adult, the ones that are, like, actually young adult. I just remembered when I worked at the library in high school and college. Um, we just, for whatever reason, listen, I mean, there's all kinds of problems with the Dewey Decimal System and the way libraries are arranged. Don't get me started. But in particular, people who came in looking for comic books were always annoyed that they were in the young adult section <laughs> because... So you'd have like Mouse, which is like about yeah. the Holocaust. And it's just like next to all the actual like young adult books. <laughs> and it's just like, it's it was a weird thing where like they just, it's almost like libraries started getting comic books and graphic novels and like didn't know what to do with them. Yeah. And so they were like, those are for kids, right? And so they're just over there. And... <laughs> people are like confused yeah, like, <laughs> you shouldn't stock ghost world next to ramona quimby i no. mean if, if you are really into ramona quimby when you age you will likely be into ghost world yes just correct wait, just but. wait but do not put them next to each other yes uh, they the la and burbank libraries are so good at their um uh, graphic novel sections now and and yeah. so much is just free on hoopla it's crazy the hoopla app oh um, okay there's tons and tons of stuff all the archie stuff is up there on hoopla i there were a couple issues because the horror ones the afterlife mm-hmm. with archie they didn't commit to that hard no they <laughs> never they never finished it they never finished it and i don't think they're ever going to finish the series so there's like the first volume and then the second volume they were like one short of making it into a volume. Ugh. So like, but I didn't get into it until like a year after they were published. So I couldn't find like the individual copies except for like two of them from like the Archie comics website. And um, so then I had to get the other three on it on an iPad on my boyfriend okay. at the times iPad. <laughs> I had him buy them for me. And uh, <laughs> boyfriends are always good for an iPad. You know, they've always got <laughs> one. And I was like, oh, I want this in paper, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely me. I I pr- much prefer, you know. I'm I do, so too. Cool. I prefer a book as it's opposed a to an problem. e-reader. It's a real problem. Yeah. Because comic books made me a completist. And then once I started buying books and DVD, and it's just like, I got, and then I hit 30 and I was like, I got to start getting rid of some of this stuff. And I am doing a bad job at it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll also say with the library thing, I mean, I guess that was like 10 years ago. So maybe libraries are better about it now. I don't really know. You have not remained a professional librarian. I was never a librarian. I was a page. (laughs) (laughs) Librarians have to have degrees in library science and I would never try. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Is that um, a bachelor's or do you have to go to grad school for that? It's a grad school program, um, which it's I looked wow. into it at one point and it, it, it's kind of tough because most grad school programs, you could be a TA to pay your way through it. But with library, <laughs> you can't because there's oh. no undergrad program for you to oh, teach. Uh, right. So, you know, you got to I would never try to say oh I was a librarian. God. So every librarian is in like a fuck ton of debt, huh? I don't know. I can't say for sure. Oof. But that's <laughs> tough. All right. On that somber note, uh, let's let's close on a question. <laughs> um, we have a question from a listener. Uh, we got this email from Cat J. Thank you, Cat, for this email. Great email. Lots of fun stuff in here. But in specific, she told us this story about a time when she skipped school to go to the mall. Scandalous. And she asked us if you were in high school and going to skip school to go to a mall or a store or any other mall experience what would it have been and i I guess i would say off the top it seems like we'd all be terrified to do this so (laughs) i'm I'm covered in flop sweat i'm freaking Um, out about the concept of it (laughs) but if you're able to imagine messages for parents like robot calls no if they if they were truant if they like yeah like if they skipped school oh if they weren't in school I don't, I don't know. I, have no I never idea. skipped, so I my I never... schools. Well, it was like even if you were sick, like they would get the call, but then it would just be like they were like, "Oh, I know." Please confirm your child is sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I kind of remember. Yeah, I think they had some Sounds sort of system kind like that. Kind of familiar. I did get in trouble. Like, your child, Emily, was not at school <laughs> on today, June twenty second. <laughs> June 22nd, the time when everyone's in school. (laughs) (laughs) You picked such a non-school date. (laughs) So, okay. So, but okay. I think I personally would never have skipped school. It really, I think it honestly would have been very hard to get away with at at my school because you kind of had to drive off campus. You couldn't, there was nowhere to walk. It it just wouldn't have worked. But I guess if, if either of you have any concept of what you would do in this fantasy world, (laughs) Um, okay. I think, well, this was, I, I feel like there were like, um, there was a senior skip day at my school, but they might've, by the time I was a senior, just like given in and been like, okay, you guys just come to two periods and then you can leave. (laughs) And, and then there were other like skip days, like as the school year was wrapping up. And I feel like the popular kids parents would just kind of endorse it like because like wow. the, the ones who were like never got that far away from high school like we still had very fond memories of their high school experience they yeah. want their kids to have the same high school experience um <laughs> and my parents were more like i don't what is it uh what's going on um, i i kids the my memory is that kids at my high school would skip school and drive 45 minutes away to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, drive out to Amish country to go to the breakfast buffet at this massive smorgasbord (laughs) called Shady Maple. And looking back, I'm like, well, I guess breakfast buffets are usually the cheaper option. But practically, I I understand that because it's far away. So if I would probably try to figure out where I would go 
if I was going to skip and I was in high school, I would probably go to like King of Prussia or go to Delaware, go to like Newark, Delaware, further away, where I am less likely to run into someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah. Make I like how much like going to a different state, even though like since you were like near the border, like it's not a big deal. It's like going to a different town, but it sounds like you're like running away. Oh yeah. It's like, and I, I mean, I'd go all the way to Delaware. I'd <laughs> Being go. from California, it's always crazy to me when I, when I think about all the States that are actually like all small and close together. Yeah. I'm like, if I, if I said I was like driving to Arizona, <laughs> skipping like, school, it would be like, are you okay? What? You're like, not going to get home tonight. You like, are not. You're skipping a few days of school <laughs> at this point. What are you running from, man? <laughs> like, AP stats primarily. It's a really hard <laughs> class. <laughs> I think, yeah, if I was going to skip school in high school and go to a mall or a store, I probably would do the same. I think, I think it would be kind of boring to just go to like the mall in my town. I would maybe drive out a little bit and go to Ontario mills or something like that. Mm. Um, I, I, I also think if I did have access to driving somewhere with no sales tax, I would definitely think that would be worth a skip day, but I would, I think, yeah, I, I feel like honestly looking back, I go, probably I'd get my friends to drive to Ontario mills and we go to rainforest cafe and maybe like <laughs> hang out at Dave and Buster's, you know, yeah. that's I feel good. like that would be it. Cause that makes it feel special and you have plausible deniability. Cause you'd be, you could be on a class trip. You could be, yeah, you stop usually a lot of class trips they would build in like, and then we're going to have a fun meal at this place. You we're know? learning about the rainforest. So <laughs> they, they wanted us to come here. Um, I, th- th- that just reminds me real quick of um, I uh, my uh, chorus uh, yet again another we go somewhere sing three songs and then you have the rest of the day we went to sing at Lincoln Center in New York City in like <laughs> the plaza and then we were <gasps> let loose in Times Square for a while uh, and then we were to meet at the theater for our matinee of Phantom of the Opera. The travel company oh, fucked yeah. up and gave us tickets for the next day of Phantom of the Opera. Oh. And there were not enough seats to accommodate us. So <laughs> then they took us to like the South Street Seaport, I think. They took us to a worse mall than Times <laughs> oh Square. My God. And they're like, all right, well, you've got four hours to kill until the bus comes oh back. And it's God. like, this mall sucks. Why didn't you just leave us in Times Square? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boo. Are yeah. you upset that you never got to see of of the opera well i yeah i once i found out about the chandelier i was like i can't (laughs) believe (laughs) my fifth grade um orchestra before i quit in middle school i played the cello for fourth and fifth grade we got to do like this thing where we played like in some back room at disneyland and then we just got to go to disneyland all day i did this because in middle school i was the ta to the band teacher so (gasps) i got to go on the disneyland band trip and it was fun but also like it was weird because we saw the back of toontown yeah we saw the back of just like the cement walls and i was like this is weird (laughs) and also like it was it was like fun i had a couple friends on band but you know you're not you're still a little bit of an outsider yeah you weren't (laughs) a band kid i had to watch them perform i mean we know that band kids are like 
absurdly extremely tight. sexually active very sexually active they're very <laughs> tight-knit because of it uh, um, yeah <laughs> i yeah i didn't understand any of that they were really in the fooled around in hacky sack and i was just I like think yeah, it's, it's like a bunch of, of dorks who just love fucking each other i think it's because my theory is it's because of the trips it's because oh, they go yeah. out of town and they spend <laughs> all this time yeah I, that's my yeah. theory <laughs> I, yeah. the, the chorus and the band of high school would do a lot of trips together. Like we'd go and do a competition at Hershey Park and then get to go to Hershey Park for a few hours. There, in my experience, there was no crossover. There was no <laughs> that vibe, that energy uh, to, to stop dead at the end of the band room. Yeah. Uh, you know what but, else it is? Is I feel like by the time you get to high school, and especially the the older grades, like band kids. It, it gets really hard. So like yeah. band kids are so into it. Like yeah. they love the music they play. They love their instrument. So much time and, and stuff goes into it. So maybe it's like, you know, why it's like easier to like date another comic and stuff. Because <laughs> you don't it. have to be like, yeah, like I'm going to an open mic. Sorry, I know it's like lame. Like it's like, you, you're <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, we you both have, have to, to go to band it. practice. You have to like tell <laughs> the person you're dating, like, sorry, I have band practice. I have band practice. I have band practice. You know? Because <laughs> they'll um, be there too. <laughs> if I skipped school, I think that my answer would change. Before I could drive, it would just be, it would be the promenade. And I'd be terrified all day of running into like a <laughs> oh, parent. Yeah. But we'd probably like go to Johnny Rockets because we always went to Johnny Rockets. Um, maybe see a movie, but probably just like fuck around like Urban Outfitters <laughs> and stuff and H and M and and like just make the laps we would usually make. But definitely Johnny Rockets. Um, I spent more money there than I would ever care to know. Um, <laughs> and then after I could drive, probably the Grove. Because mm. it would feel smart to go somewhere a little further out. Yeah. And I always felt, I feel like when I was a teenager, I still felt like even like West Hollywood was like, ooh, so far. <laughs> so it is far. <laughs> the Grove felt kind of like, oh my God, so metropolitan, so chic, <laughs> so big city. And so I feel like we'd go to the we'd go to the grove it is an interesting distinction before you could drive and after you could yeah. drive because uh cat story was about driving and like staying with like an older sibling in the city and like getting out of town it seems mm -hmm. like that's that's definitely part of it before i could drive i mean we just i mean we would not be able to, to make it to the mall <laughs> on foot it would not oh, have worked yeah. <laughs> yeah we couldn't do that i liked when my friends could start to drive and then i was the last one to get my license yeah <laughs> which I uh, have always preferred being a passenger, but especially when it's like four or five teenagers pile into the, <laughs> all the seats in your car and you have to drive and everyone's so loud. I'm like, that might be the worst situation for yeah. a new driver <laughs> to be in. Like A lot of responsibility on your shoulders. I, I feel like I was very rarely the one driving everyone, which sounds terrible. I feel like I was always the one driving everyone. <laughs> that was that was me. Well, yeah. thank you, Emily, for and what it, you did for your yeah, friends. Thank you terrible. for your service. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Again, just like getting food and sticky stuff all over your car. <laughs> yeah, I I was a very old man. it took me a while to like get used to being a teenager and do being aimless because i'd be like hey weren't we all gonna watch a movie i don't i want to miss it <laughs> uh, like, and now everyone's making out guys stop now it. everyone's making a movie. <laughs> that took me a while into college where i was like 
saying to people, it's like, do you want to come over and watch a movie? And I'm like, oh, does that mean something else? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I have this. I just bought this movie. I want to watch this movie. I figured someone else would want to watch. Oh, I see now. Okay. (laughs) Tell me ahead of time exactly what we're going to be doing so I feel comfortable. (laughs) Could we just be upfront about this? Let's just get it. Can everyone potentially send around an agenda just so we can be clear (laughs) and all on the same page before we get started with this? Look, the early 2000s, (laughs) it was a while. Everyone was wearing... Very bad clothing. A lot of dresses with jeans. Uh, oh, yeah. Very confusing. A lot of very baggy uh, poplin shirts for men. Baggy French blue shirts. Dresses uh, with jeans. Dresses I just remembered I had a vivid memory of I had a dress I would wear with jeans. And then one day it was cold and I put my sweatshirt over it. And then everyone made fun of me. And I was like, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. This is still a stupid outfit. Like, I don't know why this is worse somehow because yes. I put a sweatshirt on. It's like, yeah. what are the rules? There aren't, like, it's so arbitrary. And I look back and I think it might be, maybe even looked better with the sweatshirt, as better as it could. So, but again, just to reiterate, none of us would ever skip school. But if we did, I skipped first period a lot because I, I didn't want to wake up. And then I was like, ah, well, I'm not walking in this late yeah okay no. okay but I, um i never sometimes did second period too but i would never just like skip a whole day my no. high school started at seven twenty-five in the morning was the first bell yeah oh, and i think God. i was seven thirty too. yeah yeah it sucked it, i mean i liked going home at two ten in the afternoon don't get me wrong but it's just like I felt awful every day physically. <laughs> this for is yeah. so funny. Mine was seven thirty and two fifteen. We were five yeah. minutes off. <laughs> no, Yours makes mine was more like sense. Eight thirty. Eight thirty. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's, I've never been a morning person. Well, con- that's incredible. Eight thirty, and wow. then parking was. Imagine L.A. parking, but for high school every day. You didn't have a lot. No. <laughs> no. Oh no! There was a lot with like fifteen spots. So there was like a senior lottery yeah and all of the all of the parking really close like the residential streets really near the school were permit so you had to park like a 15 minute walk away and it was hard and on street cleaning days it was almost impossible wow i mean i had a i had a parking spot senior year but people would line up for the good ones Mm. so it was a huge lot but i was way at the back and so it was that journey i was not looking for a spot i had a spot assigned well it was like assigned it was just like based on who got there first but i think that and then juniors had like 15 spots if you were a junior with a parking spot you were Mm. you got in line early on registration lot was the civic center parking lot but that was like expensive Oof! damn dude don't miss it i don't miss it i can skip my life any day and go wherever (laughs) i want so (laughs) (laughs) but kat thank you for this question i love i love this question and as always you can email us your questions maltalkpod at gmail.com but i think that that's gonna do it for this episode of mall talk jason thank you so much for joining us today hi thank you so much Mm -hmm. uh for having me i i've been a listener in the past uh it was very exciting to come on i can't believe no one has talked about comic stores yet but they may not have yeah it hasn't come up all that much i think i want to say people uh, maybe a couple people have suggested i want to say maybe ahmed suggested newberry comics but we went with kb toys yeah Um, they were a big i think still are a big name in the i'm uh, sure we'll new england get there Yeah, yeah yeah but uh 
Thank you so much. Do you have anything that you want to promote? Obviously, Podcast the Ride. Uh, yeah, Podcast the Ride, also on the Forever Dog Network. Uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcast. And then we've got uh, Patreon, po- oh, which we call Podcast the Ride, the second gate. A second gate is uh, w- the name of a, a, a second theme park built next to a you know, uh, an existing theme park. So like oh. Universal's Islands of Adventure, Disney California Adventure. Um, so that's where we do uh the more obscure uh stuff or the more ancillary stuff your winter your your six flags roller coaster cuts your um <laughs> some more obscure city walk stuff uh we recently did an episode on casino implosions uh which were their 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 own sort of um you know themed spectacular it was very popular to uh as an entertainment item in the 90s and uh yeah you can find that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride hell yeah look it up and um as always you can also join our patreon you can also leave us reviews you can email us i already said that um oh you could follow us on instagram (laughs) these are the things you can do to interact with our podcast (laughs) all things you can do if you so choose and um we'll meet next week at the matinee for phantom of the opera we got those <laughs> tickets that you guys couldn't get. So, okay. we'll be enjoying that. <laughs> See you there. Bye. 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 Bye.